Now realize brothers and sisters that this prayer that we are doing, we call it Taraweeh, but it is also Qiyamul Layl, and it is Tahajjud. It is in fact the same concept, and that is to pray Nafil prayers at night. To pray extra prayers at night, sometimes the Prophet called this Tahajjud, Allah calls it Tahajjud, it is also called Qiyamul Layl, it is also called Taraweeh, it is also called Salatul Witr, the entire Salah. In some ahadith, the entire night prayer is called witr because when you finish off with an odd, so the whole prayer becomes odd, right? So sometimes the process referred to the whole prayer as witr. So don't get confused about this because a lot of times there's this overlap that, uh, that people get confused. Taraweeh is what we call qiyamul layl or tahajjud in the days of and the nights of Ramadan. So taraweeh is the name given to tahajjud during the nights of Ramadan. And therefore the blessings of tahajjud the blessings of Qiyamul Layl also apply to Taraweeh. Every praise that Allah gives to Qiyamul Layl, to praying at night, a portion of it also applies to Taraweeh. And therefore, this is why we are praying in this month, especially this month. Tahajjud, Qiyamul Layl has been even more encouraged. You all know when we began this month with this hadith that the Prophet said, Whoever fasts all of Ramadan, will have all his sins forgiven. And whoever stands in Qiyam all of Ramadan will have his sins forgiven. Ibn Rajab said, so Ramadan has brought down two jihads. The jihad of the day where you have to fight against hunger, thirst, and the jihad of the night where you have to fight against tiredness, fatigue, and sleep. If you can fight against hunger and thirst in the day, that's the jihad of the day, and then you can fight against tiredness and sleep and pray every single night, then you will gain the blessings of this hadith. And that is why brothers and sisters, every night we make it a habit in Ramadan to come and pray. And if it so happens that one evening you cannot come, then no worries, it's not wajib to come to the masjid, even though the majority of scholars say that it is encouraged and preferred to pray taraweeh in the masjid. But if you cannot come, you can still get this hadith by praying at home. If you cannot come one evening to, an, uh, to the masjid, make sure at night when you go back home, you, may, you pray eight rak'at, however many rak'at, and one other point, how many rak'ats of, of taraweeh, of witr, of qiyam, the fact of the matter, brothers and sisters, the fact of the matter is that our Prophet Muhammad did not assign any number. He left it open to whatever you wanted to do. A Bedouin came to him and said, O Messenger of Allah, how do I pray tahajjud? So he said, Mathna, Mathna, Faida khashita subh, Fakumta wa autarta. When you, you pray two raka'ah, two raka'ah, then when you think it's almost fajr time, then you pray your witr. Right? So he told him, two raka'ah, two raka'ah. He didn't say 8, 16, 20, 36. Sadly, some Muslims, they get overzealous about the quantity of raka'at, right? And it is a trivial matter. Who prays 8, alhamdulillah. He who prays 20, alhamdulillah. He who prays 200, alhamdulillah. More important is not the quantity, but rather the quality. The quality, which, which means khushu' and tilawa, and you make sure you're paying attention, this is far more important. Our Prophet did not emphasize the quantity of, 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 of raka'at, even though, generally speaking, Aisha says in Sahih Bukhari, that he would generally pray around 11 or 13 raka'at every night, so that's 8 plus 3 or 2 after Isha, so 13 means uh, the 2 raka'at after Isha that they pray, that we pray the sunnah for Isha, as you know, and then they add 11. This was his habit, that he would pray around 11 typically. However, he never told anybody to pray only 11. And therefore, 
One evening, uh, this is where we get Taraweeh from. The last year of the Prophet's life, he came out to pray his tahajjud in Ramadan. And he's leading and the people were praying. So they said, why don't we pray behind the Prophet So instead of praying individually, they started praying behind him. News spread in the city and so the second day the masjid was almost full. And it was not an adhan, there were no people that were called. They just knew that the Prophet was praying, we might as well join him. So the masjid was almost full, they prayed with the Prophet The third evening the masjid was jam-packed. Because they were waiting for the Prophet to pray taraweeh. Instead he prayed at home. And he didn't come out. And they waited, waited, waited until Fajr. When he came out at Fajr, he said, I knew that you were waiting for me outside. I wasn't asleep, I was praying, I knew you were waiting. However, I did not want to give the impression or I did not want a revelation to come that made this prayer wajib for my ummah. I wanted to leave it sunnah. And I was worried if I came regularly that people will think that it is wajib. And so, out of love for us, so as not to make Islam difficult, our Prophet ﷺ did not come out that night and then he passed away that year. That was his last Ramadan. So in the Khilaf of Abu Bakr an, the Sahaba would pray individually on their own. They, 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 they went with the older customs of what the Prophet would do. And one day in the Khilaf of Umar, he came into the masjid and he saw small groups everywhere. So he said, why is everybody split up? Why don't we have an official jama'ah, let's say, let us all come together. And so he started the congregation that we now call Taraweeh. And in the beginning, it was 11 rak'at. And then he decided that to make things easier, not everybody can pray so long. He made it 20 rak'at plus witr. So Umar ibn al-Khattab was, is where we get the number 20 from. Therefore, there's no problem if you pray 20. Because Umar radiallahu anhu wanted to do 20. Why? Because maybe some people cannot stay the whole 3-4 hours back then. So he gets it shorter. Every 2 rak'at is shorter to make this taslim, right? So maybe you can stay for half an hour, 45 minutes. When you have... Taslim, after every two rak'ah, you're praying less amount of Qur'an, so it becomes easier for the congregation. As for us, we are only praying for an hour and a half, right? Umar would pray for three hours. So if you're praying for three hours, to have a break every 20 minutes or so, every 15 minutes with two rak'at is useful. But as we said, the, the number is really irrelevant. One final point about witr. So the Prophet ﷺ would pray witr in many different ways. Many different ways. Why? Because it's nafil salah. It's not a fard salah. And so the, the, the varieties that are possible are much more than from the fard. Sometimes our Prophet would pray one rak'ah only. Just one rak'ah right at the end. Sometimes, and this was his most common way of doing witr, he would pray three rak'at. Sometimes he would pray three. And sometimes Aisha says he would pray five rak'at as well. Sometimes you pray five rak'at of witr. So we have it open that he would pray at three or five or one. All of this has been narrated. And in fact, our Prophet ﷺ, generally speaking, he